do when you have too much free time? <laughs> I thought about doing an introduction for the video, uh, I mean, for the audio, but yeah, we're not really there yet with social media, right? I mean, I'm not treating social media as though it's a job, unless the job was paying, right? But, I mean, everyone's slightly curious about an income from what, I guess, their thoughts, opinions, video, recording themselves, you know, talking about things, interviewing people. I think people have too much free time. I think it's like we have so much time we don't even know what to do with it. Or you meet people who are like so swamped all the time that they feel like they never have any time. And uh, I don't think that's a good way to be motivated. You know, I've had a extremely productive week and the question is, what should I do Saturday, Sunday? It'd be nice to have things to do, things to go to. It'd be nice to have time to kind of just rest and recover. I'm going to get my hair cut. I got about six hours before. Uh, I got three events lined up tonight. Actually, four. Starting at six. So I got about six hours to kill, and I'm just kind of thinking, like, what do I want to even do, you know? I mean, I could work more, but is that the optimized? you know, thing to do, you know, I I could read, I have a couple books I'd like to read, I could watch some inspirational stuff, I could just lounge, do absolutely nothing, right, I could watch some random shows and stuff, play games, I could go to a social event or a bar or something, Right, or you could even go pamper yourself, or go shopping, or go go spend some money. You know, so what exactly do you want to do, and then what exactly should you do? You know, for the ultimate path. And I know that everything I talk about is really not geared for like the eighty-five percent of human beings because you guys aren't really thinking about always staying sharp on top of your game. You know, because you're not really thinking about that next promotion. You're not really thinking about getting that extra sale. You know, you're not really thinking that you have a uh, a sliding scale of income and, you know, prosperity. You're thinking, like, you're kind of just set in whatever you're making right now in your current job. And you probably don't put too much mental effort into, um, you know, success. And so... I started a new group called Success Now, and I have it set for Sunday. It's probably going to be at the Whole Foods over by the Galleria on Post Oak. It's a nice Whole Foods. they got plenty of uh, space to park, and uh, upstairs got a lot of room there. So I think that's a good place to meet. Plus, you can always get some snacks or, you know, some at grocery store prices. So it's a pretty, pretty good place to meet in Houston, and uh, we're going to talk about motivation, and we're going to talk about, you know, productivity and and things of this nature, Um, and then the question is, what is the best time to do it on a Sunday, and uh, I mean, yeah, you got church on Sunday, right, for some people. 
will generally do their little brunch, you know, start washing clothes and cleaning the house and doing laundry and stuff, right? So maybe from 3 to 6 might be good, you know, um, I don't know, but, uh, I don't really care to put energy into this episode, because it's Saturday, I'm not super energized right now, I'm kind of energized to the point of, like, I wouldn't mind doing some extra work, I want to make more money, but, should I? Because, I mean, I really just killed Monday through Friday. That's the most productive Monday through Friday. Possibly of my entire life. I mean, we got to keep this sustained. we got to keep this going. I can't just have one incredible killer week and then the next three weeks fall off. That's why you have to track your results and your performance and your daily efforts. And, and you know. But, so I'm thinking, well, if I push myself too hard Saturday and Sunday, that may cause... Monday through Friday next week to suffer, and plus we got Monday the holiday, but I'm going to work, right? Like, I don't need an extra day off. You guys need extra days off because you guys just don't want to work, you know? <laughs> uh, I do. So I want to work, but what's the healthy amount? All this talking about work, my God, right? Like, well, why, why, why? You know, I want the best. I want to lounge in a expensive leather recliner or ottoman, you know, I want to have a beautiful grand library, mahogany paneling, and, you know, I want I want to have the up-to-date latest trends in fashion and electronics and travel appliances. I want the best of the best, right? I want to build gigantic things. I want to be known as someone who is just absolutely incredible achiever, you know, in another category, right, uh, in another level, not like a, not like, like extra human, superhuman, that's what I want, I think we all kind of want these things, but are you willing to work for it, what's the price to, to have that, and the price is I'm constantly thinking about, you know, I mean, okay, let's not call it work, let's just call it productivity or efficiency or performance or just energized. Goddamn. Goddamn. I just want to be energized, man. I slept for almost 12 hours and I woke up at 9 because actually I'm usually asleep by like 8 or 9 since I wake up so early. But, you know, okay, so I slept a ton. I know I'm not like, I know my body's not tired. Right, body is rested. I just went to a lunch buffet. I probably just had about 5,000 calories. It's my cheat day. So, I think you can have a cheat day once a week, but they just don't overdo it. I've been eating incredibly healthy, less than 2,500 calories a day. So, I'm I'm dropping fat very quickly. I think today I'll go do legs at the gym, allow my body to soak up all these calories. I munch the fuck out. If you go to Golden Corral before 11, you get to catch the breakfast and the lunch options. So you get the best of both worlds. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the eggs, eh, boring, basic. The bacon, I I probably had already, like, ten slices of bacon. Um, So, 
aside from that, um, you know, everybody's got bills to pay. We're trying to somehow find a way to have an extra, you know, sensory life. How can you do that on a limited budget, right? I just don't like the word limited. Everything in my life has got to be unlimited. You have unlimited data, but that's not really unlimited, right? You got a really great job, but that's not truly unlimited. You know, you have all this energy and things that you want. Well, truthfully, most people just don't have energy. I mean, I really think I'm an alien put on this planet to simply produce energy. (laughs) I think that's what my life purpose is. I think I'm supposed to just ramp up the energy of society, all society, every fucking single society. I think I'm just supposed to ramp up the energy because you guys, number one, tired. Number two, let's not even talk about fear and anxiety. We're just talking about you're just tired, you know, don't want to go to work, okay? Work is hard. Life is hard. Life is a struggle, okay? Okay, fuck that. And then I'm talking about unlimited life, right? You're talking about hate my job, hate my life, hate my wife, hate my girlfriend, you know, unfulfilled. You know, what's, what's the point in life? It's just we have such a crazy continuum of possible experience in this world. And I've literally been on every single bandwidth, every single one. I've been in the most dark, most depressed. Have you ever experienced terror, like seriously terror? You're fearing for your life? Yeah, I have. Have you ever experienced, like, panic attacks to the the point of, like, you think you're dying, you think you're having a heart attack, something your heart is beating so fast, like, you're flipping out? I mean... I have, you know, you ever had paranoia, fears of, like, something's wrong with your body, and then you're thinking, oh, my God, I don't know if I should go to the emergency room, you know what I mean? I have, right? Have we thought about, you know, being evicted, car being repoed? I've never actually been evicted or repoed, but I've been close, and, uh, you know, I have. We talk about all these intense struggles, right? All these fears, fear of health you know, ill health, death, loss of loved ones, danger, you know, criminal activity, or, you know, problems with the law, right? I have. I've had fears of going to jail, prison, you know, getting convicted of a misdemeanor, having to pay a lawyer, legal expenses. I've been through all this shit, you know, all of it. And I'm grateful, actually, I'm truly grateful I'm not complaining, no. I'm relating. I'm relating. I'm not complaining. I'm blessed to have experienced this because you should actually be grateful. You know, every negative wavelength, if if we could divide it into, I don't know, seven or ten, ten negative, ten positive. I've been through every single fucking bracket, right? So you know that it could never get worse than that, right? So it's almost like having been exposed to that, you're actually ready to go to to the top because, like, people... I've always been born into positive, you know, situations and energy, and then when shit hits the fan, you're like, you don't know how to cope. That was me at 20 years old. I didn't even know how to fucking pay bills. You know, 20 years old, I didn't even know how to fucking pay bills. I'm getting evicted because I decide I'm finally going to just do my own thing, so I withdrew from the college fund, you know, having money for college, and, you know, I just... I decided that I'd have to take things into my own hands. I wanted to be a man. 
right? My legs were weak. I was insignificant. I was small. I was tiny. I had terrible habits all across the board. But I had a dream. So for every fucking 20 negative things going on in my life, I have never given up on my dream, ever. I've always kept the dream alive. And, uh, you know, sometimes things get stagnant. Right, and I think having that dream alive is probably worth more than a billion dollars because nobody keeps the dream alive, you know. You allow it to calcify. It gets crusty. People who have, like, lower back problems, body arthritis and stuff, it's because your bones have calcified, you know. It, it, it really is like dried rocks, like dried clay. It calcifies, it kind of breaks off, right? It becomes very brittle. You're not actually putting the effort in to keep it moldable and pliable. And that's what I'm saying your goals are, because your goals have become crusty. I'm not dissing you. I love human beings. I love planet Earth. This is a fun game. I think it's a game. I think this is just a created game. You know, sometimes it doesn't feel like a game. Sometimes it feels like hell. Sometimes it feels like torture, and sometimes it feels like constant punishment. But if you can get over all that, I think it's a, a very fun game, actually. When, when you start winning, it's actually a, a lot of fun, you know, when you, when you become a nice person and you actually are generous and you, you start getting things like karma, like good karma. It's actually a pretty fun game, I think. I want a Red Rolls Royce Wraith. I might actually have to get the Ghost or the the Wraith. They have a Dawn. I think the Dawn is the convertible. I don't. I've never really been that into convertibles. Um, I want a red Rolls Royce. Either cherry red or dark red. Not sure. Cherry red is just, but you know, dark red is a little bit more feral, right? I think dark red is a little bit more animalistic. Bright red is a little bit more attention grabbing <sighs> you know and then when here we go again I just keep cycling over and over again you know okay now we're tired again I'm wearing a bright red shirt I'm wearing red slides I'm wearing green shorts I need to do laundry I'm a I, I'm a person who takes the most unstable things and makes them stable right I've moved probably like six times in the past six months into different houses and stuff. Eventually, you get so good at it that, like, it's not even, it doesn't doesn't even unnerve you, right? I become so good at change and instability that I am, you know, always stable. And that's what stabilizes the world. You know, how can you be an energy producer if your life is out of order, right? You need to have order and stability. I live in Airbnbs. I have a system. I will rent. I, I I can only go from Superhost now. There really is a wide experience, and you better off go with the Superhost with instant booking. So that's the first two things I filter. I filter Superhost, and then I filter instant book. What I do is I'll I'll just book three days. This is to find a place to live. This is not to uh, vacation. So I'm trying to find a place to live with no money down and. Uh, no deposit. You you find a super host, instant book. You book three days. 
you're looking for places that are not typically very booked up. So in Houston, that's got to be probably outside of the loop, outside of Midtown. It's going to be rare to find something in Midtown that's not constantly booked. You know, it depends on the price. And then after you book three days, first you're deciding, do I even want to be at this place? Do I even like it? Right? You decide that you do like it. You decide, hey, well, I wouldn't mind turning this three days and I add another seven. Right? So now I go from three to seven. And uh, so that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll do another seven days, but I'll try to ask them if I can do it off the app. And they're willing to do it, but you, 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 should, you should give them your driver's license and show them, like, you know, the bottom of a credit card so that just shows that, you know, what your name is. And then give them your email address, right? And uh, that just builds more trust because they don't know who you are. They don't know if you're trying to rob them or scam them or something. So if you're willing to do that, they usually give you a, a deal off of the app. And uh, you can even sign a weekly lease. And uh, that's a pretty good deal because you're not obligated. You have no deposit. You can leave at any time. So it actually stacks in your best favor. If they're smart, they would ask you for a deposit because you could just bounce and leave, right, or steal something from them and leave. But, uh, you know, as a trust, it's important. You have to build some trust. And uh, I'm thinking about money. I want more money, man. I want a lot more money. Okay, what would you do if you had an extra $10,000? Well, then today, I would be going to massage, spa, I'd be going shopping, I'd probably buy some shit online, and then I'd basically do exactly what I'm doing now. I would just be in my luxury house or apartment, big, comfy, rich leather chair, kind of just lounging or relaxing and then intermittently reading and stuff. I'd be doing the same shit, but I'd be getting my hair cut at a really fancy place rather than the, you know, budget place. I'd probably be going on a date or something. Maybe hang out with a female for a little while. Be trying to go to high profile events and stuff, right? But all in all, it, it wouldn't change that much, right? You know, you have you have your settings, and it doesn't change that much. So it would more or less stay the same, you know? Yeah, be nice. What do you do with an extra grand, ten grand, a million? You know, okay, I got my Rolls Royce. Now what? You get pampered for a day. You go do exciting shit for a day. You know, how cool would that be to go take these you know, weekend vacations every every other week or so. Yeah, that would be cool. You know, maybe uh, maybe you, you leave Friday night, come back, you know, Sunday night. That would be cool. You know, but is that even enough time to really enjoy somewhere? So then what? Instead of sitting in a comfy chair, you're, what, sitting on a beach? Instead of going to a high-profile event, you're going to a concert or a show or a venue or a museum or, you know, how would you program your life if you could have any kind of life, right? How, what would you do? 
I really want to pioneer some virtual reality, kind of like Sims, but virtual reality, and I call it Dreamscape because scape is escape or scape is landscape, right? And you're doing both, right? Some people just want to escape and they want to go into their own virtual reality, some fantasy world where they can leave behind all their worries and, and tri tribulations and travails and they can just be in their own little garden, right? And then other people are actually going to use it as a visualization tool because they actually intend or desire to see these things in real life. So it's called Dreamscape. That's one of my big futurist gaps. I think it's really important because you talk about visualization and law of attraction, but unless we, first of all, remind ourselves, then it's kind of just an awkward thing to do. I'm not just going to lay in bed and think about what would I do if I had $10,000 to spend in just, you know, three days. Well, what would you do? That could be easily done in one purchase. You know, or you don't even spend it, you invest it, or, you know, or you, you spend some of it. But, yeah, I like to go shopping. I like, you know, to do fun things. I don't know that three days is enough time to go internationally because of just the time of flights and whatnot. But, you know, would really be cool to have my travel fixed. So then maybe we should ask a question, what would you do if you could take three months off and go anywhere? Now, that's a more interesting question. I think what I would do is rent an RV in Europe and literally just tear through that fucking continent. I think that's what I would do. I think I would start in the islands, start in Britain, and then go to Scotland and, you know, ro roam around England. Probably spend a week or two, roam around England, Scotland, and Ireland is fun. You get bored eventually. I mean, what? What? Yeah, there's only so much, so many pubs and little shops. You know, what exactly do tourists do? Pubs and shops, okay, art sites, historical sites, okay, cool, touristy stuff. You see interesting things. You talk to the locals. Cool. All in all, you know, you want to stay in a nice hotel or see something more like a cottage or like a bed and breakfast, like an inn. And then I. I'd go hop over to Sweden, probably check out Sweden and Stockholm, and uh, go to Amsterdam. Then I think from Amsterdam, I would just tear it up and just fucking go, you know, I don't know, do you want to go east or west? Do you want to go towards Germany and Russia and Turkey, or do you want to go towards Portugal and Spain? So that would be fun. I, want to, I would try to get like a Mercedes van, either a Mercedes van or a uh, tiny RV, like a small, fast RV. I, you know, a Mercedes van would be cool if it had a bed in it, you know, and then you could just Airbnb whenever you felt like it, but that might be more fun than uh, ha having a lug. RVs are heavy and kind of slow, and uh, if there's any problems, then it's a real pain in the ass. I took an RV trip from San Antonio to Vancouver, Canada. That was actually kind of a fun adventure, you know, but we did we, we did that whole trip in about a month. We were moving very quickly. We were driving more than exploring, but um, that's an interesting thing, right? What would you do if you could take an entire year off? 
you know, I don't know that I'd want to take the entire year off, but I think you get so bored. I think you get bored of, you you know, eventually you just have to do something, right? Otherwise, God, that must be so boring. And I know a lot of females who think, oh, my God, if I could just be a sugar baby or a stay-at-home wife or something, you know, and, and what? You have an allowance of 10000 What would you do, though? You know, you, you don't really do anything. You go to the gym. You go get your hair and nails done. You go, you know, you go shopping. And you think that that's your set. But then your energy level degrades to very, very low energy. Because you don't have anything to do. And uh, that I've been unemployed for lengths of time when I was out of college. And just on a lot of drugs and going through a bunch of dumb, just crazy. Yeah, my life was a mess at that point in my life, but thank God I got everything straightened out. But, you know, you get bored. People who smoke pot all the time, they're very low energy. I've never met a high energy pothead ever. You say you can. You say you can function, but you're lying to yourself. No, you can't. You go up against someone like me, I would absolutely just kill you, you know, you wouldn't even be able to perform a tenth of what I would be able to perform, that's a fact, okay, try me, (laughs) you know, try me, okay, um, alright, about to go get my hair cut, thought I'd make a, I'm learning to speak for lengthier periods of time, you know, between 30 minutes to an hour, so actually I'm going to make all of my podcast episodes between 30 minutes to an hour, you know, you got to start practicing being good at giving speeches, and uh, can you even hold someone's attention for an hour, you know, I mean, most people can't, most people are going to get bored, so, um, that's to get my hair cut, see, those are exciting topics, though, you know, what would you do with an extra three weeks, and 10,000, or 20,000, what would you do with an extra three months? You know, and maybe a hundred thousand. Oh boy, you can start doing a lot of stuff. Three months and a hundred grand. You do just about mostly anything that you want. May not be a private airplane, but it could definitely be first class. May not be the Ritz Carlton every. Actually, it could probably be the Ritz every night. You know, or the Hilton or something. And then what? Would you like to explore just one area? Would you just stay in one area? Would you stay? In your current area, or would you go explore? I think a lot of people want to go explore. You know, okay, where? Asia, Europe is the hot spot. You know, beaches, South America, Fiji. You could go from Bali to Indonesia, Singapore to Sydney, Australia, check out New Zealand, you know, and then go up towards China or Tokyo if you wanted to. That would be a fun, you know, a couple month rendezvous adventure. You could do Hong Kong, Shanghai, Tokyo, Seoul, Korea. But I don't really know what there is to do in Asia that much, you know. you got to eat a lot of sushi or something. You know, I'm interested in Russia. And, uh, you know, Australia, I don't know. It could be interesting, might not be. And then what else is there? Africa, South America, you know. That's it. That's already the whole world, Canada. And you buy things and you spend money and you sightsee and you, you meet people. And eventually you're just like, man, all right, I just want to go home, sleep in my own bed, just get back to work, right? 
I think human beings desire to create things. I think we do. I think all you guys that think that we're just gonna escape, you know, life, I think you guys are not telling the truth. I think you guys are really saying you just haven't really found anything worthwhile to do, you know? And that's kind of selfish, because if you can't do anything for yourself, at least you could do something to help other people, right? So I think that's kind of selfish, but, you know, it's up to you, right? You live your life. So, you know, at the end of the day, when everything is all said and done, and you're looking back on your life, are you going to remember all the fun, crazy things you've done? Yeah, maybe, but I'm going to tell you right now, in 28 years of living, I don't even really think of all my crazy fun things that often. If we were to divide my daily consciousness, Monday through Friday, I'm barely thinking about anything because I'm killing it, you know, my goals and shit. Okay, now it's Saturday and Sunday, we got some time to kind of ponder and reflect and, and you know, fantasize and, and dream, but, you know... When it's all said and done, I think I'd rather have great friendships all over the world of things that actually matter. And you're trying to help people, right? You're trying to help people. I think that's the most fulfilling thing. What what about the lives that you've touched? What about the people who legitimately appreciate you more than anything? What about the people who literally are so grateful for you? Do you even have great gratitude for anyone? You know? So it's like when it's all said and done... What are you living for, you know? We could create a little virtual reality AI where you can create any universe that you want to and it looks like 3D and real. And most people probably get stuck in the fantasy. You know, I, I, I guarantee you at least half of all males would want to have some kind of Grand Theft Auto James Bond lifestyle. That would probably be the reoccurring fantasy. You know, super hot, exotic, model-type women, you know, rendezvous at casinos in Monte Carlo and, you know, spending all this money and going to all the stores. Everybody thinks that's what they that's what they think life is, the ultimate fantasy of, like, I'm a god or, like, some, some mafioso type, you know, lord, drug lord, you know, warlord. You know, you play out, play those fantasies out. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto, play those fantasies out. You're the kingpin. Okay, what, the most powerful president, a king, okay, you're playing out all these fantasies. You have all this power and status, but then then what? And that's why they would always create wars, because they're bored. They have nothing else to do, so they decide to just go kill each other, because at least it gives them a problem, right? When we run out of problems, we create problems. You know, I think a lot of the wars of the old times were mostly just bored, out of boredom. Think about it. Think about it. You have all this money and power, and then what are you going to do? Okay, you can only fuck so many women and concubines and whores. You can only, you know, feel like a big shot so much. And then what? That's why we spend most of our time working. Because there's really nothing else to do. You know, and my God, you know, I have six hours to kill on a Saturday. By the time all my events are over, I'm going to go home and go to sleep. Then it'll be Sunday now. So I got six hours basically left to do whatever I want. I'm about to get a haircut, so then it's going to be more like five and a half. I'm going to go work out and do legs and cardio. That's probably another two hours. Okay, so now I have three hours left. What am I going to do? I want to read these books, 
So I probably find somewhere comfortable, like a boba, you know, boba place, and read these books. Um, you know, for how long? I don't know, maybe an hour. And then I still have like an hour and a half left. What? My God, what am I gonna do? I guess I'm just gonna think about my goals and think about you know my my perfect reality. You know, okay. So that's six hours. So I'm gonna spend half. Almost half of that time getting things done, working out, you know. I do like to spend quite a lot of time at the gym, and I'm hopefully there's going to be hot babes there. You know, I like to look at the, the hot girls in the tight pants. Okay, and then we're going to go find a plush couch or some kind of lounge, kind of just read some books, kind of kind of sift through, think about how I want the next few months to go. Basically, what I'm dream crafting already. We just don't have the technology yet. You got to imagine. You got to use your imagination. Although your imagination is probably just as powerful as any supercomputer that is, uh, you know, program, software program that's ever existed. You just, you know, you got to imagine better. And uh, you know, then I got four events in a row starting at six, and that'll last me all through the night. And I go home, go to sleep, wake up Sunday. You know, and then what are you going to do on Sunday? I mean, I'm going to do laundry, and I'm going to just kind of veg out, and then what? You know, I got another uh, a meeting at Sunday, I think at 6. But then I got an entire day. Okay, and then what are you going to do the rest of the day? You know, maybe I'll work out again. You know, it's just like, okay, I, it's like, see, this is a new problem. I normally w- didn't have a Monday through Friday schedule. I decided that I'd just try it out for a while. Maybe it, maybe it actually makes sense to do it like this. But I was thinking, like, man, I don't even know what to do. I wish I had more things to do. And then it's also like, yeah, you also wish you had more money to spend. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. But even if I had a lot of money, I don't know that I'd want to just spend it all the time. You know? I mean, so I don't know. So this is more of a curious hypothetical episode. I'm getting, I'm getting more and more comfortable with creating long-form content, which is, you know, 30 minutes to an hour. So... Uh, I, I I hope to put out interesting stuff. It's also just me getting out all my thoughts. And uh, if you've listened to the entire episode, well then, um, thanks for listening. I'm glad you find me interesting enough to uh, spend... We only have, you know, you only have 48 30-minute slots, so you gave me one of your 48 slots. So, you know, thanks for that. And, uh, you know, until next time.